Hello, people of Earth and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's at-home midday movie madness. Big shout-outs to all the dedicated medical and essential workers out there. Peter Bartson, Matt Loveton, singer and recent new mom Halsey, basketball player Kevin Durant, the late actress Madeline Kahn, This Is Us actress Chrissy Metz, and rock singer Jerry Lee Lewis all have birthdays today. Today is also National Coffee Day. Yes, that is a real national holiday. And the debut date for 2000's Remember the Titans, the 1993 TV show Grace Under Fire, Netflix's 2017 show Big Mouth, 1995's The Big Green, Jilly, Billy Joel's pop rock 1983 song Uptown Girl, 1993's A Bronx Tale, the 2013 show Monsters of Sex. Local Cape Cod musicians Kim Moberg and Tristan Israel, along with actor Levy Miller, actress Lacey Chabert, Fran Drescher, movie actor Ezra Miller, and dancer Madeline Ziegler all have birthdays today. yabba dabba Tomorrow is the 61st anniversary of debut of the Flintstones. Other September 30th anime and entertainment debuts include the Cheers TV show, 2005 Serenity movie, no, not the one with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. That is a <laughs> totally different story. 1993's The Big Chill, 2016's The Queen of Catway, 1994's Ed Wood and the River Wild. October 1st is the birthdays of Megan Kane, Dame Julie Andrews, Brie Larson, actor Zach Galifianakis, former president Jimmy Carter, and the late movie actor Richard Harris. That day also marks the 1999 formation of NSYNC and the debuts of, among many others, the 2006 Dexter TV show, the 2000 Jackass TV show, The Social Network, and Let Me In in 2010, 1993's Cool Runnings, and 1974's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I talked about last year for a flashback. October 2nd, Bob Badamy, the late religious leader Gandhi, pop singer Don McLean, and talk show host Kelly Ripa blow up birthday candles. Gwen Stefani, drummer Tommy Lee, new mom Alicia Vikander, Ashley Simpson, and Michelle Milligan have birthdays August, October 3rd. October 3rd happens to be the debut date for 1955's The Mickey Mouse Show, 2014's Annabelle and Gone Girl, 2003's The School of Rock, the 2002 Naruto anime, the 2007 Pushing Davies, Daisy's TV show, and 1960's The Andy Griffith Show. Slater Merriman, actor Jacob Tremblay, Kate Winslet, the late actor Bernie Mac, actor Jesse Eisenberg, and actress Glynis John all have birthdays October 5th. October 5th is the debut anniversary for 2018's Phantom and a Star is Born, the Gilmore Girls TV show, which bowed on that date in 2000, 1961's Breakfast at Tiffany's, 2012's Frank and Weenie and Skyfall, 
2015's One Punch Man anime, The Ten Commandments, and many, many, many others. Congratulations are in order for Matt Caskey and his now fiance Kylie Hallam, both of Sam's Massachusetts. They got engaged on Saturday, September 25th, which was also their dog Tessa's third birthday. Speaking of celebratory shoutouts, today's show host, meteorologist Dylan Dryder's third son, has made his debut. Today.com revealed this morning she and her husband Brian Fichera announced their newest bundle of joy, a son named Russell James Fichera, arrived early Wednesday morning, weighing 5 pounds, 5 ounces, and measuring 18 inches long. Their new addition joins older brothers Calvin 4 and Oliver 1. On Tuesday, Dylan shared that her water broke six weeks early and that their little guy was due to arrive this week. She's not the only one with a baby. The website also announced this morning, daughter of former President George W. Bush and sister of today's Jenna Bush Hager, Barbara Bush, and her husband, Craig Kanye, Craig Cohn, on Monday welcomed a baby girl, their first child, into the world. According to Jenna, Cora Georgia Cohn is beautiful, precious, and feisty. Oh, and speaking of babies, congratulations go out to St. Petersburg Floridian couple Vanessa and Kevin Schutte. They are expecting a little beach baby of their own in March. People.com announced yesterday Freddie Highmore has quietly tied the knot. The Good Doctor star, 29, revealed he's married during Monday's episode of the Jimmy Kimmel Live after the host pointed out his wedding band. Yes, I got married, he said. It's funny. Ever since I've been wearing this ring, people have been asking me if I'm married, so I figured I should clarify it. A single day after the biopic Align, a musical comedy drama very loosely based on Celine Dion was reported to be picked up by Roadside Attractions and Samuel Goldwyn Films and arrived early 2022 on our shorts. Richmond.com announced today the superstar has announced that an official movie of her life and career is in the works. This one with her full participation and support. Reigning box office champion Chang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings had no trouble crushing Dear Evan Hansen and staying atop the box office charts for the fourth straight week. The Disney and Marvel superhero adventure added $13.3 million, bringing its domestic total to about $196.5 million. This made him saunter past fellow Marvel film Black Widow, $180 million to claim the title of 2021's highest grossing domestic film and the pandemic's highest grosser yet. As for runner-up Dear Evan Hansen, the Universal Pictures adaptation of the Smash Broadway play, that didn't exactly strike a strong chord with movie goers. Marred by bad reviews, and COVID-19 concerns, the film fell well short of expectation and collected only $7.5 million from North American theaters. Youch! 
Even though the film seems unlikely to make a profit in theaters, the losses won't be a total disaster. It only cost $28 million to produce a modest budget for a musical. That puts Universal in a much better position than the last movie musical, a 2019 mega flop by the name of Cats, if you recall, which opened to only $6.5 million and pretty much lost the studio all of its $100 million budget, but that's a different story, and I could go on about that for ages, but I won't. Crud film. Sorry, there's something in my throat. In third place, Disney's sci-fi comedy took 4.1 million. Free Guy took 4.1 million. After almost two months in theaters, the Ryan Reynolds films has made 114 million domestically and 317.4 globally, which is a lot. Speaking of Disney, the studio just dropped the full trailer for its next animated feature, Encanto. The film, which has songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, will magically appear in theaters November 24, 2020. Huge news, Star Wars fans. StarWars.com stated early today, Disney Plus has announced today that the book of Boba Fett the new Lucasfilm series teased in a surprise end credit sequence following the season two finale of The Mandalorian will premiere on Wednesday, December 29th, exclusively on the streaming service. The Book of Boba Fett, a thrilling Star Wars adventure, finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to Tatooine to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. The Book of Boba Fett stars Timuria Morrison and Ming-Na Wen. On the subject of Star Wars coming to Disney+, Plus, coming October 1st is the animated action-adventure short film Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, starring... Jake Green, Christian Slater, Tony Hale, and Trevor Duvall. After the events of 2019 Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, Poe Dameron and BB-8 must make an emergency crash landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar. While waiting for their ship to be repaired, they visit Castle Vader, once Darth Vader's base, now turned into the galaxy's First all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury resort, Darth Vader's service, Vinay, regales his guests with three Sith-inspired stories. Speaking of streaming films, coming to Netflix October 1st is a film presentation of Diana the Musical, which will return to Broadway in December. Filmed in 2020, it features... The original Broadway cast of Judy Kay, Jenna DeWall, Aaron Davey, Holly Ann Butler, Stephen Caruso, Roe Hampentraft, and Bruce Dow, and recounts the life of Princess Diana and her legacy. 
TheVerge.com reported September 25th, Tiger King, the hugely popular documentary heavily associated with the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic, will premiere on November 17th. Netflix revealed that it's Totem event on Saturday. Netflix just announced the second season, which it is calling Tiger King 2, on Thursday as part of a short trailer revealing many other true crime shows heading to the streaming service. Netflix is promising that it will have just as much mayhem and madness as the first season. While it's unclear exactly what the second season might be about, Netflix's totem trailer showed a brief clip of Joe Exotic, the main focus of the first season, in prison. So we could focus on, in part on that. Tiger King's first season was a cultural sensation. In a press release, Netflix said it attracted 64 million households in the first four weeks after its March 2020 premiere. Big news in Nola Holmes fans. Variety.com announced yesterday Helena Bonham Carter's Eudoria... Holmes is returning to, for the upcoming Netflix mystery film Enola Holmes, starring Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. The website said Bonham Carter plays Eudoria Holmes, the matrix of the famous beloved, uh, the famous sleuthing family that is in the series that is based off Nancy Springer's beloved books. The film tells the story of Enola Brown, the rebellious teen sister of Sherlock Holmes, Cavill, who is a gifted super sleuth in her own right and often outsmarts her famous brothers, her famous siblings. Rounding out the ensemble cast, alongside Brown, Cavill, and Bonham Carter are David Thewlis, Susan Wilcoma, Adil Akhtar, Sharon Duncan Brewster, Hannah Dowd, Abby Hearn, Gabrielle Tierney, and Syriana Sulingless. Speaking of Netflix original mystery films, it has given the go-ahead for sequel to Murder Mystery and lead stars Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler are in for the ride. TVLine.com stated September 25th, released back in June 2019, the original Murder Mystery in just three day, its first three days of release, was famously sampled by 30.9 million Netflix households, who finished at least 70% of the film. In its first four weeks, that number swelled to 73 million households. The first outing followed Nick, a New York cop, played by Sandler, as he finally took his wife Audrey Aniston on a long-promised European trip. When a chance meeting on the flag got them invited to an intimate family gathering at the super yacht of elderly billionaire Malcolm Quince, Terrence Stamp. When someone turned up murdered, Nick and Audrey become the prime suspects in a whodunit. Da-da-da-da. 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 They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're coming back for their animated sequel movie. The Adams Family is back in Adams Family 2. This computer-generated animated supernatural black comedy stars the talents of Oscar Isaac, Charlie Theron, 
Chloe Grace Moraes, Wallace Shawn, Nick Kroll, Bette Midler, Snoop Dogg, and Bill Hader. In the words of Butler Larch, you rank Gomez, Morticia, Wednesday, Pugsley, and the rest of the gang are back. Gomez and Morticia are distraught. Their kids, Wednesday and Pugsley, are growing up. Sky thinks family dinners and overly obsessed with scream time. To reclaim the bond, they shove the kids, Uncle Fester and the crew, into their haunted camper and hit the road for one final miserable family vacation. Their adventure across the states takes them out of their home and into run-ins with their cousin Ed and other kooky, crazy characters. Did you know that while meeting Cousin It, Fester claims he still doesn't understand what he's saying. In a few episodes of the original Adams Family TV show, like the Cousin It Visits the Adams Family episode, Fester was able to totally understand It. He actually whined to people who claimed they couldn't. Now, the Adams Family aren't the only familiar faces coming this week. That would be Eddie Brock and Venom in the long-awaited sci-fi actioner Venom, Let There Be Carnage, exclusively in theaters this Friday, October 1st, with the talents of Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Harris, Stephen Graham, and Reed Scott. The sequel to the surprise 2018 hit Venom will finally open after multiple delays. It's been over a year since the events of Venom, and investigative journalist Eddie Brock struggles to adjust to life as the host of the brain—I mean, chocolate-devouring, gooey alien symbiote Valen. By allowing Venom to inhabit his body, Brock is given superhuman abilities, which allow him to become a lethal vigilante. He tries to reignite his career by interviewing serial killer Cletus Cassidy. But Cassidy flees prison after a failed execution and becomes the host of the symbiote Carnage, the last living alien symbiote. A Carnage Cassidy team up with the villain Shriek, Rock and Venom are the only ones can stop them. Did you know that when Brock enters Mrs. Chen's shop, Venom actually arranges a stack of magazines for her? On the cover of those magazines is the late Marvel writer Stan Lee. And this actually is not a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. Instead, this is the second film of the Sony's Spider-Man universe, which is the SSMU, following, of course, the original Venom. Soprano fans rejoice. Friday, October 1st, the crime drama prequel to the beloved HBO Soprano series, The Many Sons of Newark, arrives in theaters for a month-long simultaneous release, along with a simultaneous month-long release on the HBO Max service. It stars Alessandro Nivola, Michael Gandolfini, the son of the show's late star, James Gandolfini, Jan- Leslie Autumn Jr., John Berthnall, Carol Stoll, Ray Loita, Vera Farmiga, 
Billy Magnuson, and John Magaro. Set in New York, Newark, New Jersey, during the 1960s and 70s, Anthony Soprano is becoming a man. Just as gangsters rise up and challenge the all-powerful DeMio crime family's grip over the race-conflicted city. Caught up in the changing times is the uncle he idolizes, Dickie Moltzitani, who fights the man to balance both his personal and professional duties. Dickie's influence over his nephew will make an impression make the impressionable teenager into the powerful mob boss we all know. One, Tony Soprano. Did you know that Michael Gandolfini had never seen or watched The Sopranos before being cast in in the role of a younger Tony Soprano, which was the role his late father made famous? And Nick Vallelonga fan, Father Tony Lip starred as Carmine Lupertassi in the original series. Coming to theaters for one night only tomorrow, September 30th, before heading to VOD and digital platforms Tuesday, October 19th, is the romantic drama After We Fell, starring Ariel Cabell, Mina Sorvino, Josephine Langford, Stephen Moyer, Carter Jenkins, and Hero Finds Tiffin and Louise Lombard. The third of the after films centers on Tessa as she starts a new exciting life chapter and is about to move to Seattle for her dream job. But Hardin's unpredictable behavior and his jealousy reaches a high point, and it gets this close to making them end their intense relationship. The problem goes stickier when her father returns and shocking truths about Hardin's family come out. The couple must decide whether it's time to go their separate ways or if their love is truly worth fighting for. Finally, two different horror films come out on DVD in the next two weeks. Now out on DVD is the dystopian western action horror film The Forever Fridge. The fifth film in the Purge franchise and a direct sequel to 2016's The Purge Election Year, starring Ana de la Ruga, Josh Lucas, Cassie Freeman. The July 2nd release follows a group of people who attempt to flee from the United States after an underground secret movement continues committing crimes and murders nationwide for 24 hours after the purge's abolishment. But the ranch, they find, they try to find refuge on um, from this group is not safe from the group. Not whatsoever. On DVD October 5th is the $51 million earner, the psychological horror film Escape from Tournament of Champions, Starring Taylor Russell, Logan Miller, Deborah Ann Wolf, India Moore, and Carlito Olverio. The sequel to 2019's Escape Room finds six people unwillingly trapped in another series of Escape Room, slowly uncovering what they have in common to survive. Joining forces with two of the original survivors of 
the de- Minos' deadly games. They soon discover they've all played the deadly escape rooms before, and they must survive. That's all for this week, folks. Until we meet again, stay safe, wash your hands, wear your masks, and watch lots of movies and DVDs, whether they're in theaters, if you can get to them, on streaming services or on DVDs. Bye!